Hello and welcome back to Free Your Compass. Today, following on from my last topic about motivation, one of the fundamental flaws in the motivational industry. What I'm getting at with this is with the motivation, what tends to happen is you get pumped up, you get this really great uh, positive feeling, um, you start to look at life in a more positive light, you see where you can go, you start to see things in this wonderful perspective. The biggest issue comes in where 90 plus percent of people within a week or two have no further drive again and they're back to where they started. Now, the big question then is if, you know, this motivation so good, then why is that? constantly happening at such a large scale. Now, the reasoning for this isn't so much an issue with the motivation, but with people being motivated. The whole idea behind the motivational industry is basically to get you pumped up, change your perspective and start to drive you down uh, a path with momentum. The fundamental issue is that a large portion of the people who are actually listening to it, going to the seminars and so forth, don't know which path they need to be on, or rather, which path deep down they want to be on, they desire to be on. So you gain this great, fantastic momentum pushing you forward down the road, so to speak. But you haven't actually got a clear internal understanding of where you're going. This is why a lot of your motivational speakers as well will then... You know, they'll talk about, you know, getting your destination, focusing on, the you know, focus on your why and, and that kind of thing. This is vital. It's actually vitally important. If you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. It's literally impossible unless you literally don't care where you're going in which case you don't need a motivational speaker so it's kind of pointless the problem as i see it though is that a large portion of the people who are going for this kind of thing don't have a clear view of where they want to go this is part of what i talked about in my mildly, well, extremely divergent uh, topic last time. If you are in that sense of lost, not really knowing where you're going, not having a clear direction or a goal, uh, then you're more likely to have a desire to sort of head towards that motivational viewpoint that that industry because you want something to help push you in 
the direction to help you find what it is that you're looking for. The problem is, is that they don't help you find that. What they do is they help you find ways of, well, they're basically like getting behind the car and helping give you a push, which is great. The problem is you haven't started the engine yet and you don't know where you're taking the car. There's very little out there that actually helps you to figure out what it is you really want. As I mentioned in my last topic, unless you've got somebody pushing you externally saying you want this, this is where you're going, then you need to have that internally. As I also said, that external force is only going to get you so far because one of the biggest issues with that is that they're pushing you towards where they think you should go, not where you want to go. You could get really lucky and it may actually coincide and be you know, the same thing, but 99.99% of the time that's not going to be the case because the only person who can ever truly discover and understand you is you and seriously uh, there's a multi-gajillion dollar industry entirely based off the idea of trying to discover who are you and trying to find out that kind of stuff so it's not an easy task otherwise people wouldn't be constantly searching for it so while I'm not offering any solutions here, what I want is for you to look at yourself more and try to realize, you know, what is it about the motivation that's not helping you? You know, you got well, my own perspective because it's pointless me talking about you because I don't know you. I know me and I have enough trouble trying to work me out as it is. But if you were to... Well, I, I look, looking at myself, I have had multiple goals, multiple ideas of what I wanted to do. Um, I got into acting, which honestly, I actually love it. Um, the, the idea of performing and talking to people and, you know, putting on a show, giving some kind of artistic creation has always had a strong calling to me. Um... I also overthink things, ridiculously overthink things. In fact, I'm going to do an entire episode explaining how I came up with the name for this show. Um, now, there is an example of an overthinker. It will be that one. I spent a very large portion of, um, well, let's just say probably the last six, seven years were really focused heavily on harnessing my sales skills. I, I, I work in the retail sector, it's retail sales. Um, I actually thoroughly enjoy it to the most part, but in a lot of ways, like, as a matter of what job you do, there's elements of it that you hate and detest as well so it was i had um i i had a lot of external motivation 
uh, with that. My boss at the time, who I'd gotten very close to, uh, that ended up souring horribly towards the end of things. But I did learn a lot during that process as well. And that's like how you can take yourself from doing something just as a job and making money and then take it and take a degree of pride in it to harness those abilities and to make more money, to get further with it, to push yourself harder. And I gained a much greater understanding of people, of the sales process itself, of understanding how to read people and you know combine what a person wanted with what they needed and sell them that solution and make money out of it myself whilst not giving them a bad deal they i did a lot of motivational stuff during that period of time, pushing me forward, pushing me forward. The thing was, is to actually continue properly. I needed that every day, constantly, consistently to keep me pumped and keep me going. And the problem was, is that I essentially, as per my previous analogy, I had the car there, I was driving it down the road. I didn't really know where I was going. I was constantly being told where I was going, but I didn't know because it wasn't resonating with me properly. And it was like I had the whole motivational uh, industry pushing my car along for me. Um, and in the end, I basically realised that there were elements of my life that were being sacrificed in that process that were actually more important to me than any of the other elements that were happening and it also kind of collapsed in a heap. Um, a lot of us end up doing that kind of thing. It's, it's very damaging and it's a lot of wasted time. Uh, and I'm not saying don't do your job or don't improve yourself and don't do, you know, I'm not also not saying don't do things that you don't like either, because unfortunately that's life. Life will include a lot of stuff that you really don't like. It's impossible to avoid that completely. But that also gives you a balance and a, a better view of what you do like, because those things that you enjoy are a lot more enjoyable because you've got something to compare it to. It's like pleasure isn't as pleasurable unless you've experienced pain because you need to have an understanding of those opposites. And I've diverged quite a bit again. Um, continue listening to me, you'll find out that I may have some very interesting tales and stories but i will go off topic and on tangents quite regularly it's actually something i used to do with one of my teachers great storyteller really really liked him um hardly ever stayed on the topic of the subject he was teaching because we kept on getting him to tell stories uh probably actually learned a lot more through that than the subject itself anyway but getting back to the main thing 
if you really want to get something out of the motivational industry for a long-term basis, you really do need to work out that dream and that goal. You need to understand what it is that you are trying to get. Now, a lot of us are looking at money as a solution. Money is not actually the solution. It's a fantastic tool that can help with getting those goals, but it's not the solution. And that's where I got trapped, was I thought money would solve the problem. Money doesn't solve the problem. Money can help you, but it doesn't solve it in itself. You know, thing is, if what you want is a nice plot of land so that you can have a garden and wander through nature every day, money will help you to get that, but money doesn't, money isn't the thing that you're actually trying to get. You're trying to get the plot of land. You need to focus on that. And then work out, okay, now I need to do this so that I can get that, so that I can get this, so that I can get that, and that'll get me my plot of land. That is the issue. Too much focus on the wrong things. <coughs> Think to yourself and work out what it is that you want to get. Also work out what it is that you do not want to sacrifice. Now, nobody ever focuses on that one. What is it that is vital to you to not sacrifice? Because the thing is, you may get your goal. It might be everything that you wanted. But if you have sacrificed things that you deep down can't afford to lose then you didn't really achieve your goal you know as one of my previous videos don't give up your family if you work your butt off you get the money you get the things that you're after and you achieve all that you wanted to achieve Let's just say you actually know what it is that you want and you go for it and you get it. But you've sacrificed your family life and your children growing up and that deep down something that you really wanted to have. Now, realistically, if you're having kids, you should really want that. Otherwise, don't have kids. What did you genuinely gain? You lost something that can never be gotten back. You can... Buy a plot of land any time in your life. You can start a new business any time in your life. Maybe varying levels of difficulty, but at any stage in your life, things can be obtained. But your family can't be got back. So it's important that you realize the things that you do not wish to or cannot afford to sacrifice. So that way you can make sure that that is incorporated in your method of achieving what you want. That is something that I forgot about. Partially because I wasn't following my goals, my wants, I was following someone else's.
fell into a trap, very dangerous, and we all do it. So if you've actually stuck with me this long and you actually find some of what I've said to be beneficial, what I would actually like you to do is to sit down and think for a bit. What is it you actually want? Now, let's just take money out of the equation completely. Let's just say this is a very, very tough exercise as well because we're so ingrained into it. If money was no object at all, money was not an issue, you don't need to work. What would you do? If it wasn't for the money, what would you do? Genuinely. Then find a way to do that. And if it's something that you, hey, real life says that money's required at some point, find a way to do that and get paid for it. Maybe that then. That should be your motivation. Use your motivational thing for that. Not making more money at work so that you can get a better car or a bigger house. These are great trappings and wonderful things, but they ultimately will not make you happy. And yes, they say, Weeping in sorrow in a Mercedes is far better than weeping in sorrow on a push bike. But the fact of the matter is, you're still sad. Neither of these things actually brought you the happiness. Being wealthy, it gives you a more comfortable state of depression. But it's still depression. Money isn't evil. Money's not horrible. This is something that we need to break our mindsets of. But it also doesn't solve the problem. It's a tool. Very useful tool. And it's one that we need to learn how to use correctly. Rather than chasing it and chasing it and chasing it and chasing it. Learn out why. Why are you chasing it? What do you want to use it for? What's the purpose? Why do you want it? Oh, so I can eat better food or so I can... That's not a reason. Why, why, do you, why are you giving up your life for that? You know, think to yourself, you know, we spend about eight hours or so a day, five days a week, doing something for someone else so that we can pay our rent and eat. What? How ridiculous is that? On the other hand, you could be doing that so that you can put together the structure that you need to get the thing that makes you the most happy. Or you could be doing the thing that makes you the most happy and get paid for it. Sounds like a much better plan, huh? Anyway, 
Hopefully I've given you something to think about. If I continue rambling on about this topic, I'll go so far off track that nobody will be able to follow it ever, including myself. So I'm going to leave it at that one. I'll leave it there. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please tune in. Subscribe. Uh, leave some comments. Anyway. Think about what I've said. Think about what it is you actually truly want, what you actually want to achieve in life. And think about what it is that you personally can't, can't sacrifice or can't give up or don't want to give up. And then see if you can figure out a way that that could potentially happen much better way to live if you can try and figure that out and sort of put that together and then head that way rather than just figuring out ways of getting more stuff stuff is cool don't get me wrong i love stuff I'm terrible for it but it doesn't make you happy it doesn't achieve what you want anyway thanks for listening i'll catch you on the next one